Hello, everybody, and welcome back to my podcast. Today, we're interviewing Kevin Kahane, the president and CEO of the Chio Foundation. Let's go. Hello, Kevin. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your job interviews and all that stuff to join me with for my podcast. How have you been? Xander, I've been great, and thank you for inviting me. I'm so excited to... Uh, to get a chance to catch up with you today and to take part in this podcast. You're welcome. I'm, I'm so excited to ask you a few questions for today. So first question is, um, can you tell us about the goal of the CHEO Foundation? So what does it do? What is the CHEO Foundation? So the CHEO Foundation, um, maybe I'll give you a little history first. So if you have to go back to before you were born, uh, in, in the mid-60s, so shortly after I was born, people in this community realized that it wasn't good enough for kids to have to go to Montreal or Toronto when they needed medical care. So a bunch of grandmothers, mothers and grandmothers got together and they started hosting um, tea parties and, and bake sales and other fundraising activities. And they also started rallying people in the community to say, come on, this is important. We have to build a children's hospital here in Ottawa. So they challenged the, the government to say, hey, we really want this. And the government said, okay, if you ladies can raise $4 million, we'll build you a hospital. And they set out and, and did it and they raised the $4 million and a hospital got built. And really that whole sense of the, the hospital belonging to, to the community remains to this day. So I would say that CHEO, and the CHEO Foundation are representative of the community in the Ottawa and region uh, for people who care about kids and want to make sure that they always have access to the best possible medical care when they need it. And the foundation is here to work with the community to help provide CHEO with that funding. Wow, that's amazing how they raised that $4 million. Yeah, and, and you know, $4 million was a, is a lot of money today. But $4 million was an awful lot of money uh, 45 years ago and 50 yeah. years ago. So our, we will never forget um, the, the people in the community who, who recognize the need for CHEO, who worked together so hard to come together to raise the money to make it a reality, and the people who have stayed with CHEO every day since then and continue to right through to today to helping us to raise the money that's needed to help provide care for, for all of the kids in the community, kids like you, Xander. Wow, that's amazing. And um, what are your responsibilities for the CHEO Foundation? So what do you do? How are you a part of it? So my responsibilities are to make sure that, um, that we represent CHEO well in the community, to make sure that me and, and our, my, our great team that I work with that they reach out to the community each and every day to help share with them stories of what's going on here at CHEO, to share with them uh, the things that CHEO and the CHEO Research Institute, uh, the kinds of things that they need to do in order to continue to provide uh, better care each and every year so they can continue to make advances in research uh, so that someday um, some of the, the will be providing uh, breakthroughs in, in all different areas of children's health so that treatments that we provide today, hopefully we can provide better treatments and maybe even cures in the, in the future. Yeah. So our job is to, is to tell, tell that story and so people can understand what the needs are 
And then we work with that community on all different kinds of ways for them to raise money, all of which comes to CHEO. It comes through the CHEO Foundation, but the money goes to CHEO. Yeah, it's, it's amazing. And yeah. um, can you tell us a little more about yourself? So, like, if it's any skills or hobbies that you do, just can you tell us a little bit more about yourself? Sure. So, my skills, well, I think the thing that I'm the most proud of is that I'm a dad. So, I have two kids, and my kids are now, are they were both Chio kids, but my daughter is now, uh, she'll be 30 years old uh, in January, and my son will be 24 years old uh, next week. So, his wow. birthday is coming up. But, you know, Chio played a really important part in both of their lives, but especially my son's life, because he was born nine weeks prematurely, and during that time, it was it was very scary for us because uh, he had some complications, needed to be brought to Chio. Uh, he had been um, cared for cared for elsewhere, and then was discharged. Um, went home, had a relapse, was brought to Chio by our neonatal transport team, and Chio saved his life. And that was for me and for my wife that was probably the biggest moment of our life. And um, so we got to, at that time, experience the incredible care that CHEO provides. We later learned that the, the equipment and the programs that were uh, helping and providing support to our family had actually been provided by donors in the community. And when we realized that, it was, it was a really important moment because it made me understand um, that going to the hospital and coming to CHEO um, was really, you were coming to something supported by everybody in the community. And, it, and it's important. And it made us realize that we needed to be part of that. And so when I had a chance to come and work here uh, 20 years ago, uh, it was the greatest honor of my life. And, and it's been just an absolutely uh, incredible experience for me. Geo is amazing eh? on what they do and all that stuff. So like you said, you've been working for this um Chio Foundation for 20 years. Uh, how do you get involved and what, how did you get involved and what motivates you to get up and go to work all day and what motivated you to do this for so long? Well, I'll tell you that I am consider myself to be the luckiest guy in the world because I think I have the greatest job on earth. And the reason, so it's easy for me. I never have to, to, to try to get up and go to work because it never feels like work. It just feels like I'm part of something that's, um, that's important. I'm part of something that uh, I'm part of a community effort. So there's nothing that happens at CHEO, nothing that happens that I make happen. But I am, what I'm proud of is that I get to work with people in the community, people like you, Xander, right? People like you and your family who have helped CHEO to raise money to help other kids, right? So think of how we came to meet, right? We met you because you were willing to share your story with us, right? Your mom and dad were willing to allow CHEO to, to show how Xander was coping with some of the real challenges in your life with the many surgeries that you've been through. And look at you today, right? You are the picture of health. Um, and so what gratifies me, that's what gratifies me to see kids like you, um, who have been through some really, really difficult challenges with their health, but who come through that and they go on to be 
uh, rock star interviewers like you are right now. And to, uh, to see that great big smile and to know that you're going to go on to do great things. That's what gratifies us. And that's what gratifies people in the community. They love to know that they can make a difference in, in, in children's lives and in families' lives and try to let every child live their best life. And that's really what, that's what we do. And that's what you've been part of. Oh, that's awesome. Um, and has COVID affected your fundraising activities? Because I know that you guys have lots of activities for fundraising for CHEO. Um, so you guys have been doing it virtually. So how, how has that affected you guys? Well, it's made it certainly a lot more challenging um, because we have a very close-knit team and we're used to being right here at CHEO and, and working side-by-side side in offices and, and out in the community seeing people. But since COVID hit, we've all been working remotely um, and it's made it impossible for us to get together face-to-face with our, with our donors and volunteers and uh, to the companies that, that support us and to the event organizers. Um, many of those events, almost all of them have been canceled. Um, so it's made that, you know, very challenging. However, people in Ottawa and the Ottawa region, in the entire age, region that CHEO serves, so Eastern Ontario, Western Quebec, Northern Ontario, even into Nunavut, people understand that, unfortunately, children don't stop being sick and injured because of COVID-19. And, and they also seem to understand that it's more difficult and more important than ever to be providing the very best care to those kids. And the community has recognized that we would have had challenges raising money this year because of the cancellation of those events. And people have come through for us. So they're continuing to keep CHEO in their hearts and in their minds. And, and they're making sure that, uh, that we're able to provide CHEO with the funding it needs to do its work. Oh, okay. Um, so you seem like a very busy guy. Like, I don't think I've seen you with like out of a suit. Um, <laughs> what, what do you do when you finally have time on your times on your hands? Like, what so do you... when I am not working, you'll never find me in a suit. And very often you'll find me uh, at the cottage and I have a cottage. I'm lucky. I have a cottage about an hour from Ottawa oh, and I, I love spending time there. And my family loves spending time there. And it's just such a great way for, for me to relax. And um, a number of years ago, uh, we, put the in, we put Wi-Fi in the cottage. So although that sounded like a bad idea at the time, the good part is there are days, uh, especially even during COVID, where I'm able to work from there. And um, so, and because it's, everything is remote, it really doesn't matter where you are. So I'm at CHEO today and I'm at CHEO very often, but most often I'm working from my house, but occasionally I can even work from the cottage. And, and that's been a real, if there's been an upside to COVID, maybe that's it. Um, do you like um, going, do you go fishing at the cottage? So I go fishing, I go ice fishing at the cottage. In the oh. summertime, I tend to go golfing more often. So but I, I do love to ice fish at the cottage. Is it like, is it peaceful? Like, do you go by your, do you go with your kids and all that stuff? And so, you know, it's funny. A lot of people don't like ice fishing. Like, it's easier to get people to go out in the boat in the summer than it is to get them to go stand on the frozen river with the, uh, 
wind howling, but I enjoy it. And uh, so, yeah, people do come out and join me every now and then. And, uh, you know, it's the kind of thing that is very peaceful. It's beautiful to be in the outdoors. You see wildlife even out on the ice. And, uh, and I really enjoy it. I don't catch as many fish as I'd like, though. But it's still very peaceful. And- it is very peaceful, yeah. yeah. Have you ever thought, I'd love to have a podcast just like this one? Well, I can help. My name is Matt Kundal, and everyone at my company, the Sound Off Podcast Network, had a hand in making this show. Whether it was about the sound, the discoverability, or that you're just enjoying the show, we are all about the detail. If you think you have a podcast in you, reach out to me via email, matt at soundoff.network. Or check out the website and become one of the great podcasts we work with at soundoff.network. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Um, can you tell us about some upcoming events for the CHEO Foundation and uh, for people who are watching and what they could do to help and support the foundation? Well, that's a great question, Xander. So as I mentioned before, because of COVID-19, most of our events have had to be canceled. So what we're relying on now more than ever is people simply making donations to CHEO. um, And they can do that by going to www.cheofoundation.com. And, you know, those are the kinds of things that right now um, it's making it more important than ever for the reasons we've already talked about. Right. And it's, it is a more challenging time to, to raise money, but we do have, you know, a growing list of needs at CHEO and uh, we're looking to the community as always to help us make those things a reality. Yeah. So you hear that guys, www.cheofoundation.com. So um, that's amazing, honestly, that they could still help. Uh, what is your favorite part of your job? It's things like this. Yeah. Getting, so I'm, again, I am the luckiest guy in the world because every day when I come to work, I work with an amazing group of people who all love their job. They all love Chio. They, you never have to worry, is somebody going to be working hard or are they motivated to get their job done or are they responsible? The people on my team, I have a team full of leaders across the team. I've got leaders in every job. Everybody is leading in some way. And so that makes it a pleasure to come to work. But then you think that for all of us, we get to work with the doctors, the nurses, the staff at CHEO. Um, we get to meet families, families like the Zatilnis. We get to meet kids like you. We get to meet donors, event organizers, corporate partners, people that are just everyone pulling in the same direction to say, how can we work together to make a difference to make life better for kids? And when you spend your, your life doing that, boy, it's really easy to be happy and to feel like you're involved in something that, that's making a difference. And, um, and so, again, I, I just feel so lucky and so thankful uh, that I've got so many people around me that want to do good. Yeah. 
it's it's just amazing what the Chio and Chio Foundation can do. <sighs> okay, okay. Picture this. It's the CP Women's Open, Canadian Open. Okay. Already liking it. You're standing on the 18th hole. Okay. Ready for the trophy for the trophy presentation. Okay. Suddenly, your Chio ambassador taps you and says, "I need to go pee." What? You- I don't have to imagine that. I remember that. I remember that. But you know what, Xander? When you gotta go, you gotta go, right? And uh, and you were, you know what? We got you. Your mom and dad got you where you needed to go and got you back, and you were right there to be part of that great big celebration and check presentation, and that was an amazing moment. Oh, you know, it's just <laughs> it was because. I was standing there and I was waiting. Okay, yeah, I really have to go. I really have to go. <laughs> so I look over and you were the like person nearest to me, closest to me. So I tap you and say, "I need to go to the bathroom." <laughs> right when, right when they're about to do the trophy presentation, and then you, you you were just like, "Okay, that's fine." So you took me to the bathroom. I went, did my stuff, came back. Oh, yeah, I was, was so embarrassed after. Oh, you had no need to be embarrassed. You know what? How old were you at that time? Uh, 2017. I was either seven. Yes, yeah, seven. Right. right. Seven. So I think for a guy who was seven years old, I think you did an amazing job. And I don't think you did an amazing job. I know you did an amazing job. And everybody deserves a bathroom break. And you just took yours. <laughs> okay. Okay. So... I have a few ideas for fundraisers, okay? Um, you like you already know some, but what I would love to do is I so you could go to my website xander.zatilniet.com and you could go to shop and get our uh, sweaters and we also have a baseball t-shirt and all that stuff. Um, so I really want to um, you know do a little fundraiser for that and all the proceeds go to chio so um well, count me in i'll be going on to your website to buy something really yes <laughs> that's awesome. i'll be rocking it this spring when you see me next okay that's that's actually awesome <laughs> so um if someone wants to help for the fundraiser what should they do for your guys's fundraiser so if it's are you talking about the one you're going to do, Xander, or are you talking about for any Chio one? Any Chio Foundation. So the best thing to do is to go to our website, and you can check out a calendar of events that are happening for Chio or some virtual events, or you can look online and find a donate button and simply support Chio at chiofoundation.com. That's probably the best way. Okay, so that's what they can do to help. Yeah. but. What if they have a fundraiser idea? What would they do? So they would, they would again, they would reach out to us through the Chio Foundation website, and there's a, uh, an info at Chio. They can send uh, an email to say that they want to talk to somebody, or there's a directory online. You can look at people from our uh, community engagement and special events, and uh, get in touch with them. Okay. Um, okay, so we have some rapid fire questions. Are you okay. okay with that? Yes. Okay. So every dollar counts, but what was the largest one-time donation Chio has got has gotten? 
So this year we got a donation from Costco of $2.7 million. $2.7 million? Yes. Wow. That's amazing. Okay. Uh, what do you miss most about pre-COVID times? I miss getting together with people as often as I, as I would like. Okay. So you, well, you just answered our third question. Uh, what is the first thing you're going to do when COVID is done? I'm going to uh, I'm going to get together with a bunch of friends and family, and we're going to celebrate. But I can't do that for a while yet. We got to make sure everything's safe. Okay. Uh, what is the best piece of advice you've ever received? Boy, I would say the best bit of advice I've ever received is just be good to people. Be good Treat to people the way you want to be treated. Yeah. You- that's yeah. Everything else will take care of itself. Yep. Um, when you were a kid about my age, what did you want to be when you grew up? When you grew up? Well, at first I wanted to be like Bobby Orr, and then I quickly found out that that wasn't going to happen. Uh, then I wanted to be like Jack Nicholas, um, and uh, that didn't happen either. But I love hockey and I love golf. Um, I, you know what? I always thought that at one time I thought I might like to be a lawyer when I was a, a young kid. And then as I grew up, I just had different things that I wanted to do. And I ended up uh, in this incredible job. And uh, I just feel so lucky about that because there's nothing uh, that I would have rather done than what I've been able to do for the last 20 years. Okay. Um, what is your favorite thing to do in Ottawa? My favorite thing in Ottawa um, again, it would be to get together with family and friends. Um, yeah, everything is, everything is around that, right? It's yeah. getting together uh, and just enjoying each other's company. Yeah. And then, um, oh, who was your idol when you were a kid? So I had a number that a lot of them were sports idols, right? So I loved Bobby Orr, Bobby Hull. Jack Nicholas, um, Muhammad Ali, um, a lot of a lot of sport uh, sport idols. Um, let's see, and then of course later on, you know, because I'm a big a, a big golf fan, I at least like watching Tiger for his golf. Yeah. Right, I love Tiger watching watching Tiger play golf, and I like love watching Phil Mickelson play golf, and I'm just a big golf fan. And Brooke Henderson, Brooke, Brooke Henderson, Henderson is one of mine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you, uh, you just said that you love playing golf. Do you think you could outdrive Brooke Henderson? I, in my car, I could, but not, <laughs> but not on the golf course. No, I've, I've seen Brooke hit the ball because I don't know if you remember or not, but I think the first day that I met you, uh, it was before the 2017, uh, CB women's open. We were at the hunt club and they were shooting, uh, some video of Brooke to, to, to use in the commercials and she was hitting off of one of the tee offs and I got to stand there and watch her drive the ball. And wow. Um, it was incredible. And she was there with her sister, Brittany. And, uh, I just thought they, I knew when I met them that I was meeting two very, very special people. Yeah. She's so good. eh? Yeah. Um, what has been your proudest accomplishment at Chio? So, Again, 
I don't have any personal accomplishments. I've been part of, of some things that I've been part of with the whole community uh, and with our team. So there's been so many things that the community should be proud of um, that it's hard for me to pick just one. I will say that my favorite part is that we're always involved in working together to do the things that make life better for kids and young families in our region. And uh, to me, that is something that all of us should be really proud of. You should be proud of it. Your mom and dad should be proud of it. Um, all of the people who support us, uh, no matter whether it's through events, activities, as part of their um, workplace campaigns, they donate at the cash when they're going through uh, a Costco, an LCBO, a Walmart, a farm boy, you name it. If they're going through those stores and they're donating to Chio, I want people to be proud because together we're all making a difference. Okay. And uh, so we're coming to the end of our podcast. Uh, this isn't really a rapid fire question, but what is a message you could give anyone that is watching this podcast right now? I would say, look at Xander Zatilny. He is uh, an amazing young young man who has been through some very, very difficult times in his life and required, you know, multiple surgeries at, at CHEO. And because there were donors like people watching now who have supported CHEO, we were ready to help Xander and his family when they needed us most. And look what's happened. Xander is, look at you. You're, you're doing fantastic. You are the reason why people support CHEO. And it's to put more Xanders back out on, uh, back at home with their families and to uh, give them a chance to go on to do the great things that you're going to do. That's what people should know. It's just amazing what the Chio Foundation and Chio could do, right? Eh? Yeah. Um, so I want to thank you on behalf of all Chio um, for helping saving kids' lives like mine. And your team has done so much. Your uh, Chio Foundation team has done so much for me and my family, and I guarantee every other um, family that goes to Chio. And I just want to thank you so much for joining my podcast, and I hope to see you when all this COVID stuff is done. I look forward to it, buddy, and thank you so much for inviting me, and it's an honor and a pleasure for everyone at Chio to be able to work with you and your family. You're welcome. And uh, I just want to say thank you so much for joining again. I just, it's amazing what you guys have done. And yeah, thank you so much. But Merry Christmas, Andrew. Merry Christmas. All right. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Sound Off Media Company Podcast.